Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, September 13th, 2023, and this is day 2002 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you, we honor you, and thank you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us and helping us to recognize that we need to love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love our neighbors as ourselves. So we love you, then we love ourselves, then we can love others like we do ourselves. I thank you so much, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I pray, Lord, that you will help us to be good stewards of what you've blessed us with. I thank you so much for speaking today, that it will be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is steady growth. Mm -hmm. It's not where you start, but where you finish. You know, we've got to start, right? But that's not our final evaluation. It's about starting and then completing it and finishing what it is God has given us to do. We're coming out of John chapter 3, verses 1 through 21. John chapter 3, verse 1 through 21. We're talking about Nicodemus, yep, and his encounter with Jesus. So it says, Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, We know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. You notice, though, he came to him at night, but the key is he came to him. He went to Jesus. You know, of course, he started off undercover, right? (laughs) He's coming out of darkness, but you got it. You got to start somewhere, right? So Jesus replied, Uh, Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. So you see, he was talking to Jesus and he's saying no one can perform signs uh, unless you are doing. He says, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. So he noticed that God was with Jesus. He didn't know that Jesus was God. Verse 4, he says, it says, How can someone be born when they are old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born because Jesus said you had to be born again. He's like, how can that be? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. So I believe he's saying here that we're in our mother's womb in uh, water, right? Uh, And so then of the spirit of the Holy Spirit. So we are a physical being, but being born again is through the Holy Spirit. It says flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to the spirit. 
You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. Isn't that powerful? So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. So we may not see the Holy Spirit, uh, but we know his actions. We know when he is working through us and leading and guiding us. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus. And do you not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen. But still you people do not accept our testimony. Talking about the Pharisees here. I have spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone to heaven except the one who came from heaven, the son of man, talking about himself. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the son of man must be lifted up that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. Jesus didn't condemn us. We're condemning ourselves when we don't choose to accept Jesus as our Savior and our Lord. Verse 19, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds are evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that that it may be seen plainly that they have done. um, So it can be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. So they do it openly. They're not afraid or ashamed of the word of God. So they do it in the light where people can see it because the their old ways have changed. I know mine did. <laughs> I came out of darkness into light and I'm so grateful that God loved me so much that he was patient with me and and sent someone that I would believe and that was my brother, my little brother, <laughs> who had got saved because he was so head over heels for this young woman. And uh, she said, I can't marry you. You're not saved. <laughs> and he went to her church. He left the drug life, selling drugs, doing all that, and got saved for real. And he ended up marrying that woman. And they've been married for Oh my gosh, at least 40 years now, or 42 years. They're close to me and my husband of 45 years. And they have a beautiful, huge family and lots of grandchildren. But anyway, 
Yeah, God will send the people or you will encounter them. Point number one. When we were kids, I remember how curious my brothers were about inventing and creating things from scrap, uh, things they would find uh, on the streets in our neighborhood. Once they made go-karts. Now, we were poor. (laughs) We didn't have hardly anything, but we had so much. You know, it's like we had so much love. It was so much laughter uh, we didn't have a whole lot of food. We didn't have a, my mother had hardly any money, but we learned some great, great values. And so one of them was them creating uh, something out of nothing. So they made these go-karts from some old wood they found and wheels, possibly from a grocery car, grocery store cart. They were trying to be like this man who became famous for doing dangerous dangerous stunts. His name was Evil Knievel. What a name, right? <laughs> Evil Knievel. So they created a ramp. This is what he used to do, uh, but far bigger, <laughs> far more challenging. Uh, so they created a ramp to jump over with their go-karts, to jump over things that, that they would lay down on the ground and, and, and jump over them. It failed the first few times, but after trying again and again, they finally got it to work. They even convinced the neighborhood kids to lay on the ground, well, some of them anyway, to lay on the ground as they jumped over them <laughs> with the go-kart. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Being the oldest, I would just look at them like, y'all are just so silly. But it was this creative creativity within them <laughs> and uh, coming up with a way to do certain things. They were curious. The key is they kept trying and never gave up. That's what Nicodemus illustrates. He never gave up. I mean, so much to the point where he went to visit Jesus at night. He was so curious and so interested in learning more about this amazing person, Jesus Christ. He was part of the Jewish council, um, a very powerful group who hated Jesus and sought to kill him. But Nicodemus was attracted by Jesus' character and miracles. He started off visiting Jesus in secret and continued to grow through the Holy Spirit, making bold stands for Jesus. He even asked for Jesus' body after he died on the cross to provide for his burial, along with Joseph of Arimathea. Realizing what he was risking, Nicodemus was making a bold move. He was continuing to grow. That is steady growth. God looks for steady growth, not instant perfection. So point number two, how's your spiritual growth? You know, are you throwing in the towel because things aren't working out like you thought? Are you giving up on Jesus because he didn't answer your prayer or what you felt he should have done? (laughs) You know, when in all actuality, he is answering our prayers. Sometimes when the answer to our prayers will be, go back and do what I told you to do. See, Sometimes we're asking God for something and God had already given us instructions on what to do. And we've chosen not to do that. We've chosen to just like, "Ah, I don't feel like doing that. So (laughs) we just keep asking and God is saying, 
I've already given you what to do. Complete that. Then I'll give you the next step, right? Sometimes we're asking God to open doors for us. And God's answer for us is the closed door. (laughs) He's closed so many doors for me over the last few years. And I'm like, oh, Lord, why is this door? Why couldn't I get that grant? He said, I'm closing that door. Continue on. Oh, Lord, why is, you know, what am I going to do? How am I going to, you know, provide for the the youth and the things that you've given me to do with T-Zone? He says, trust me, continue doing what I've given you to do. (laughs) It's not like he's going to give you the, usually, okay, the whole, every answer. It's growth spurts. Like we go through, we obey, we do what he said. He'll show us more. We obey. We do what he says. He gives us more. So those are that's part of the growth cycle. Now, he will give you the whole big picture. Usually, this is he'll say, "This is where you're gonna be," and it's like, "Yes," but it's like that in between ground getting to that point. <laughs> it's like, um, "Geez, this is hard work going through," and that's what. God teaches us. Yea, though we go through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil for God is with us. You know, he will comfort us and he will bring us through it. And we must trust him and be bold like Nicodemus was. You know, some might say he was a coward. He went to him at night. He went, he started. We've got to start. And then we can see the growth patterns as he grew in Christ. We were doing T-Zone this summer, and uh, I had all ages. (laughs) We had all ages, 10 to 18. So we had, um, you know, I love the mix and the way that the kids interacted, and it was was a challenge sometimes. Um, And so there was this one young man who was 10, and he would always, you know, challenge the older boys that were like 16, 17 and say things to them and, you know, uh, talk about them, uh, you fat, you this, you that. And uh, I I shouldn't say he always did, but he did a few times and it created a little bit of tension. (laughs) And so uh, one of the boys says, I'm back to him. And and that little boy didn't like it. It it was not nice. And uh, so, you know, uh, he started crying and he the first thing he did was he called his mother. And then I talked to his mom and explained what had happened and she was fine with it. I encourage the young man, first of all, to not start stuff, to not say things to people if you are not ready to receive what they're going to say back. I also talked to the older boys that that wasn't right. And I encouraged him in this way. I said, here's what you need to start doing. Let's work on whenever you do have a conflict with someone, and especially if you started it, We're going to figure out a way to come together. We're going to work together. We're going to come together and work it out by talking it out, not by immediately calling your mom first, especially when you know that you started it. And so he did. He started doing that. We got better and I would be in the middle of them and have the help them guide them in their conversations, you know, to start almost like a semi mediation And so I would call him, you know, into another room, not in front of everybody and uh, sit between them and say, "Okay, what happened? And let them share their stories. 
and then say, okay, so what do you all feel needs to be done here? And then they said, you know, they would say, we need to not talk about each other. Well, he needs to not be in my face or whatever. And then they would work it out. And then they would come up with a way that they were going to work things out in the future. So one of them was, instead of him sitting at the table with them, they all both agreed that he would move to another table. And so things like that. This young man, I could see him growing in this little few weeks that we were together. Something else broke out, came something, another argument happened. And he said, Miss Jackie, can we have a conversation? <laughs> you see that? You see that? He didn't immediately call his mom like he used to. He came to me and said, I need to talk to that person because they said this or did this and I didn't like it. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And we had the conversation. By the time he left T-Zone for the school time, he'll be coming back on Saturdays, I I hope. Uh, But uh, by that time, he had matured so much. And in that area of working out his differences himself, instead of calling on someone, it would be all right if he cried. I didn't care about that. You know, crying is is acceptable. (laughs) We need to cry sometimes. But then we need to recognize, too, that growth uh, is a part of life. And, you know, understanding that if I do something and start something or if I create a problem, you know what? I need to be ready to deal with what the uh, consequences are from that, what I started. You know, and that goes for us as well. You know, I've done some crazy stuff and then wondering, why am I suffering like this? (laughs) I, you know, I took bill money to go shopping and then I get late notices or or threats to turn off my lights or water or whatever and wonder, well, why are they acting so mean to me? Blah, blah, blah. Well, (laughs) if I had done what I was supposed to do, I wouldn't get that late notice or shut off notice. If I had taken care of first things first, go buy stuff after you pay your bills, you know, go. So things like that, getting things in perspective and understanding that we are growing and we need to be growing in Christ. Now, if you don't know Jesus, y'all, that's the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will be born again. You are now a part of the family of God. You are heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. You are now an ambassador for Christ. Look at God, right? So grateful. And that means the ultimate is we'll spend eternity with Jesus and not eternity in hell. There is no middle ground here. There is either one place or the other. And that's why it's so important for us to share the love of Jesus with everybody. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about these life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship, peer mediation, human and 
sex trafficking awareness and DIY programs teaching them how to do small household repairs. It is so fun. All right. And we thank you all very much for your support, your prayers, and for your donations. And if you say, how do I donate? Just go to that website, tzonekc.org, and hit the donate button. And you will not be sorry. You will be planting seed into good ground. And we thank you all so very much. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.